0: Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or oh, at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, Hey yo, let's go. Welcome back everybody to another episode of Weebcast with your fearless leader, C dub. Welcome back everybody. Welcome back. Um man, how long has it been? It has been about okay, I'm just kidding, it's been about what 10 days? 10, maybe 10 to 12 days. Um with everything going around in this in this crazy and wacky world, and I'm not talking about anime, just the real world, which is just as crazy and it's just as wacky as the anime a manga world um things have been a little bit backed up um definitely we got some guests down the line though some new guests down the line which i will you guys will be oof, i cannot wait for you guys to meet um some of these are my friends uh some of these are complete strangers um but they all have one thing in common and uh that's they like read. they like reading manga and they like watching anime um, and that's and that's basically what I want to bring to the bring to the table. I want to bring a lot of different voices, so we can share a lot, a ton of thoughts and feelings on some of our show, some of our favorite shows that we know and love, and some of the ones that we we don't know and um and about to love. But for today, as you can see the title. Um, but if you can't see the title and you're not sure what you're actually listening to. Why are you here? But I want you to stay because I don't know if you know about this, but this is great manga and this uh great show called Demon Slayer. Uh convince you know Yaiba. And that's what we're gonna be talking about today. At, and like I said, this is an everything, everything we know so far uh type of video. Um basically I'm just gonna be talking about some, some bullet points of some of the things we know about so far in the anime and the manga. I'm gonna review pretty much some of the latest events in the manga. Up until chapter two hundred and three, as as I'm I am recording this, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about the arc, the next arc. We're gonna be talking about uh, the climax of this manga, Um, and we're gonna see we're gonna see where this we're gonna kind of see where this kind of where this ship is gonna be landing. How is it gonna end? and all that good stuff. But let's just start on probably the biggest news. Um, let's just start with some of the biggest news so far. The news that you probably have already heard. But uh, but you haven't heard it from me. So that's this is what makes it a little more special. Um, but this year's. This year's combined 21st and 22nd issues of Shueisha's Leak Weekly Shonen Jump Magazine announced this past Monday. That uh, Koyo goto Yoga's Demon Slayer. Uh, manga will reach the story's climax in the next chapter, in the 23rd issue of the Weekly Shonen Jump, which will ship on, um, May 11th, um, and then that next chapter will include a opening color page um go to a, um, go to Uge, uh, launch Demon Slayer, K- Kitsume No Yare, and Weekly Shonen Jump as you guys all know, in February of 2016 Shueisha, um Shueisha will pu- has published the 20th volume, will publish the 20th volume, um, on May 13th, and the 22nd and the 22nd, the 21st and 22nd with the and Jump issue also announced, um, uh, that the upcoming bundles, uh, that the 20th, the 21st, the 22nd, and the 23rd volume will all have special versions that will, uh, bundle Bunch of Dice, um, Viz Media, as you guys all know, um, at least that's how I think most a lot of the, the English audiences have been reading. Bismina has been publishing his manga in English. It is in digitally and in print. Initiation is Manga Plus online service, which you guys should uh, subscribe to. It's one of my favorite places to read manga. Um, so, also publishing the manga digitally in English. Um, but what is Demon Slayer? What? Wow. If Just see up what is Demon Slayer though? I know that's what you guys are asking. And I can put it into you just in about maybe a 15 second blurb. Since ancient times, rumors have abounded of a man eating demons lurking in the shadows. Because of this, the local townsfolk never venture outside at night. Legend has it that a Demon Slayer also roams the night. Hunting down these bloodthirsty demons. For young Tanjiro, these rumors will soon become his harsh reality. Ever since the death of his father, Tanjiro has taken it upon himself to support his family. Although their lives may be hardened by tragedy, they found happiness. But that imperial warmth is shattered one day when Tanjiro finds finds his family slaughtered and is the lone survivor. His sister, Nezuko, turned into a demon. To his surprise, however, Nezuko still shows signs of human emotion and thought. Thus begins Tanjiro's request to fight demons and turn his sister human again. Um, and it's the legendary rise of this premise that the show has inspired a 26-episode television anime series, which premiered, I think, last year in April. Um, Anyplex of America is licensed it. and you can find this on Hulu, Crunchyroll Funimation Now, Don't Swim, and dubbed on Toonami, um, which started premiering the The dub, actually, I think, this past October of two thousand nine. You can watch, yeah, like I said, Hulu, Crunchyroll, Funimation. Now, I've I've mostly been watching it um, on Crunchyroll, but I have seen that Funimation now stream, and it looks just as good. Um, So you won't be disappointed with watching on Crunchyroll or Funimation now. Um, and we're just going to talk about this a little bit more into later into the show, but the anime will receive a small sequel anime film um, we'll, and will open um, in Japan um, on October 16th of later this year. Um, I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, the manga has also inspired two novels, uh, a stage play and a, um, a smartphone game, upcoming smartphone game and an upcoming PlayStation 4 um, <laughs> game. But like I said, this is an everything we know um, so far type of um, uh, uh, show I want to do. Just focusing just on Demon Slayer. Um, so let's just get right into it. Based on... And, I, and for this video, I might, I'm going to switch a lot between the manga and the anime. Because uh, I wanted to get to a lot, I want to get through a lot of things and I want to parcel it so, so while while um, listening to this, you're able to get a, a a good sense of some of the events in a condensed fashion. Uh, and hopefully, you know, after listening to this, if somehow you haven't uh, heard of it or if you somehow even haven't started Demon Slayer quite yet, not sure, um, you know, if it's the right anime or manga for you to, to consume right now, maybe after l- listening to the show. Listening to this episode um, and allowing your faithful, <laughs> the reason, the voice of reason in anime and manga, C-Dub. Uh, listening to him, maybe you'll get a good idea of what you want to do moving forward. But let's just go right back into it. As I said, based on Kori Haru's to his manga of the same name, um, published in the Weekly of show and jump since 2016, Demon Slayer. Kimetsu no Yaiba anime enthralled viewers when it uh, debuted in uh, April of last year, following the adventures of Tanjiro Kamado in a world filled with demons. There's a lot to Kitsumi no in this world, which draws from Japanese culture in the uh, Taisho era. Uh, and thanks in large part to the series' success, there's a movie set for release later this year, which will cover the series' next arc, titled Demon Slayer me know y' about the movie Nugent train now if if you want to go if you want to watch this movie there's some things you need to know and so I'm gonna go spit so hey yeah. hear that sound now play it again, crew. <laughs> Sorry, you know, <laughs> skeleton crew. You know, with everything happening, I got a skeleton crew, and then uh, they're competent. Play the sound. Thank you. As you hear that sound, it is a spoiler alert. So, um, everything point f- from this point on will be spoiler uh, material. So, if you want to save yourself uh, from some of the goodness that you can find from this this work. From um Koya Hardy, then uh maybe you should uh I don't know, maybe watch it and then come back to this. But um uh, Kimitsu no Yaiba season one kinda of opens up with Tanjiro selling uh charcoal in a nearby village. And uh, when he returns, he finds his family home being atta- been attacked by demons for for some unknown reasons. And the only survivor, Nezuko, who herself is a demon. As Tanjiro rushes to bring uh, Nezuko to a doctor, they encounter Giyu uh, Tomioka, a demon slayer. Impressed by Tanjiro's resolve and Nezuko's desire to protect her brother, which is highly unusual for a demon, he refers the boy to uh, Urokodaki, a retired demon slayer. And uh, Tanjiro's new master teaches him um, water breathing, which... Greatly enhances his ability ability with a sword and gives him the power to pass the final selection. Um, a sort of test that involves surviving one night on a demon-infested mountain um, and join the Demon Slayer Corps. After passing the final selection, uh, Tandros is given a black sword, uh, which is something of a omen of bad luck, or how at least is how it's depicted and described. Despite knowing it may cause some trouble down the line, Tanjiro travels with Nezuko in a box on his back. And over the course of his missions, uh, Tanjiro encounters Muzan, Muzan, what is his last name? Muzan, Muzan, uh, uh, Kibusuji, I think that's the one, the leader of the demons. Shortly after, he meets uh, Tamayo and Yushiro, who are demons also on the side of good. Tamayo believes that she can reverse the demonization process, but doing so requires gathering blood from the 12 uh, Kizuki, who are Muzan's most powerful demon ser- uh, servants. Tantro, and, and the cool thing is that Tantro shows a sort of uh, perpetual luck for encountering the 12 Kizuki, and takes them down, takes down a few. Along the way, he meets uh, Zenitsu Agasuma, a coward mostly. While sleeping, is able to tap into a powerful, powerful, powerful thunder breathing. And Irosuke Hashibira, a berserker with beast breathing, the group eventually takes on the spider family at Mount Natagumo. Uh, They're actually almost nearly killed by the powerful family and its leader, uh, Rui, one of the 12 Kizuki. Um, Initially, Rui easily beats Tendro in a battle, and pretty much just toys around with the boy the entire time. But eventually, Tendro's sword is broken, and when everything seems all lost, however, a memory of Tendro's mysterious father, uh, tanjuro uses uh, using the Hinokami Kagura, or the um, the dance of the fire god, I think is how it's translated officially. Which is a type of fire dance that gives the boy access to incredible, fiery, beautifully animated powers. And Tandro uses this ability to nearly almost defeat Rui. But the uh, powerful demon survives. Um, Exhausted and all seems lost for Tandro. But however, Giyu appears and saves him at the very last moment. Um, But like, don't get me wrong. Giyu isn't the only higher ranking demon slayer who arrives. The two are joined with uh, Shinobu Kocho, who uses insect breathing. Um, and Shinobu hates all demons and, and attempts to even kill Nezuko and arrest Tanjiro. Uh, Giyu interferes, uh, I think then interferes with, um, interferes and gives Tanjiro a chance to escape. He's unsuccessful though, as uh, or uh, Suyuri another powerful Demon Slayer and one of the people whom he passed the final, who passed uh, the final selection, takes him down. And Tanjiro and his allies are brought to the Butterfly Mansion, where he, which serves as the Demon Slayer's um, headquarters. Um, and at the Butterfly Mansion, Tanjiro is introduced to the uh, Nine Hashira, or the Pillars, or who are the strongest, the very top, uh, top the cream of the crop. And the Demon Slayer Corps. Um, those members are Giyo, uh, the Water Pillar. Uh, Shinobu, the uh, Insect Pillar. Uh, Tengen Uzui, the Sound Pillar. Uh, Mitsuri Kandori, or Kanroji, the uh, Love Pillar. I almost forgot about that one. Obani Iguro, the Snake Pillar. Muchiro Tokiro, the Mist Pillar. Um, Giyome Hajime, uh, Himijima, uh, the Stone Pillar. San, uh, no, Sanemi Shino Yuzugawa, the wind pillar, and finally, Kojiro Rengoku, the flame pillar. They put on, they put pretty much Tanjiro on trail and seem determined to have him executed. Like, pretty damn near determined to have him just to end him, um, right then and there. However, the master, uh, who leads the demon core, intervenes and allows Tanjiro to ultimately live, um. And from there, Tanjiro and uh, Zenitsu Inosuke, Inosuke uh, continue training, um, getting them out. Kind of getting. This is when they get their, their first major power-ups um, in the process. Um, Tanjiro also learns Shinobu hates demons so, 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 so damn much because her older sister was actually killed by it. Um And during this very same conversation, Shinobu suggests that Tanjiro talk with Rengoku um, when he returns from his latest mission um, as his status as the flame uh, Hashira or flame pillar may give him insight into the uh, Hinogami Kagura uh, at the same time, at this recovery is taking place, um, Kibusuji kills the remaining uh, 12 Kizuki say for, um, except for Enmu uh, Tanjiro, Nezuko, Zenitsu, Inusuke are all dispatched on their next mission and season 1 really kind of ends with them boarding the same train as Rengoku and Enmu. Um So what basically what what are we what can we expect from kind of this the Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba movie and what is it really going to be about? Um see Mugen Train is going to be the is the adaptation of the Infinite Train arc from the manga. Um, and it will be likely as localized as such as whenever the movie takes makes its English language debut. The synopsis for this movie explains that Tanjiro, uh, Zinitsu, Nezuko, and uh, Inosuke will assist Rengoku in his uh, investigation of d- disappearances occurring on the titular train. However, at the behest of uh, Kibutsuji, Enmu has laid a trap for them and intends to take them uh, take them out. Um, after a little teaser at the end of season one announced the, uh, movie's existence, a short trailer from Mugen Train was, I think, released in November of 2019, if I'm not mistaken, teasing the basic premise, premise of the story, leaving a lot of, without spoil without, um, spoiling very too much. Um, a new trailer was released in early April, though, Revealing very more a lot more details about the movie um, and according to the trailer, uh, forty people have disappeared from this train, and several other demon slayers uh, have actually died <laughs> investigating this um, um this uh, this mystery um so definitely go check out those um, trailers they're I think they're both on YouTube um, so definitely check those out let me know what you guys think about it um, but let's just but how are we gonna watch? How do you... I mean... How to watch... You know... This new Demon Slayer movie... That's going to be coming out... Later this year... See... Mugen Train is... Going to be scheduled... Scheduled... I say... Because with everything going on... Plans... Um... Will change... Um... Even if... In the slightest... But for right now... Um... Mugen Train is scheduled for release... Theatrically... In October... Um... October 16th... 2020... Um... You can't quote me on that... I'm pretty sure it's the 16th of October... In Japan... Um... And as like I said, as as of yet, there there is no indication at this time, at the time of this recording, um, that the ongoing um, crisis and uh, will result uh, this result or delay this movie in any sense. Um, but in the terms of a Western release and for all, and American audiences, there's no announced date quite yet for either the English sub or dub. Um, however. If Mugen Train follows the pattern of the uh, series' debut, Western audiences could be able to watch the movie sooner rather than later. Um, before Kimetsu no Yaiba uh, premiered, the initial five episodes were released theatrically in Japan. Um, and then uh, two days later, distributor Aniplex um, showed the episodes in the United States. As such, it's as, as such as possible we might see the same thing with Mugen Train, uh, and it could make its way to the West sooner rather than later. Or even... Uh, constitute the first batch of season two episodes of, uh, when that, when that releases, um, but that, that's, that's, and that's just, um, so far with the anime, so that was just a really quick, just me kind of push it, just talking a little bit about the anime, um, so hopefully you guys got, er, on track, <laughs> loving the episode so far. I hope you guys are sticking around, loving it too. Make sure you guys uh, are sharing this podcast with your friends and family um, or wherever you may be listening to this podcast. Hope you guys give it a good rating um, or even and even leave a review. Um, and for those who aren't listening on to Anchor and those people who are listening to Anchor, I appreciate you guys just as much as everyone else who either listen on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts or whatever. But for those who aren't on listening to Anchor, you can, if you might want to listen to an episode on anchor, because you can actually leave a message, leave me a message, tell me what your favorite character in uh, Demon Slayer is, or let me know what you think about the show, about season one so far. Um, and then that message can actually, I can play that message in the next episode. Um, so if you want to hear your voice, and trust me, don't be too, don't be shy. It's really cool hearing your voice uh, in public. But if you want to hear your voice in the next episode of WeCast and you want to hear C Dub talk all about it and read your comments auditory like this then make sure that you just hit voice message you can do it right from your phone you don't even need the anchor app you can record right from your phone and and three easy steps you can leave a short little voice message for your boy for your fearless leader c dub um but let's get into um some of the because i i did hint at it um about the manga reaching its uh, climax. Um, and, 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 all indication it does seem, and I think it, this has been said by, by either the, by, uh, Haru or maybe the publishers at Shueisha, I believe a weekly Shonen Jump, but the manga does seem that it will be ending soon. Um, but what does soon really mean? Uh, that, and that's the hard part, you know what I'm saying? That is the hard part. Um, when not, uh, 7 Deadly Sins, uh, 9 2 no ties. I said, it was ending. I think they gave, I think it was supposed to end uh, last year in the early spring. Um, and as before you guys know, who, who, if you guys cared to keep up with uh, the, seven, the 7 Deadly Sins, the manga finally ended just this past month, I believe, and sometime in March. Um, it extended itself for almost a full year with very few breaks and just finally ended Um, but I don't think we're going to get that same kind of situation from Demon Slayer. Um, it does seem like it does have a, it's plotted its course from beginning to end. And I think Koya Hardy has a good sense and I I have no authority or word or, um, on how that's going to go about or, but that's just my feeling about it from reading it and watching it. Um, that, um, I think Koya Hardy has a decent idea of where, um, they want to end the series. Um. And is working closely with the anime and try to and, and trying to match that. So, I said unprofessionally, take a sip of water. But um, but I, like I said last February, um, I'm pretty sure it was last February, February of 2019. Um, Demon Slayer announced that uh, the story that they would be moving into their next arc um, very soon. And, and Tanjiro's quest to turn Nezuko back into a human. And he's progressed a lot. Um, but still, unfortunately, every good story, you know, every story, even a good story, bad story, great story, has to come um, to an end. But so far, um, until chapter 203, which is the current chapter at the time of this recording, Tanjiro has succeeded in his primary goal to, be, to cur um, Nezuko. Into a human, Um, and let's just you know, I I could talk a little bit about that real fast. You know, Um, and I I think I think Koyoharu is getting a lot of praise recently, and I think deserves it a great deal. I mean, Demon Slayer was the highest-grossing manga of 2019 as a whole, beating One Piece for the title after its 10-year-long reign. Tanjiro's journey as a Demon Slayer has been the, pretty much the hottest story of the season. Um, but, you know, as, as, as I said before, good things is going to have to come to an end. And With Tanjiro now in the battle against, you know, Kibitu and Muzan, um, you know, the curtain soon will be drawn on its, um, you know, on its story. Um But um, after this, he, along with the other members of the Demon Slayer Corps, was successful in killing Muzan uh, Kibutsuji once and for all. Uh, the efforts of generations of Demon Slayers finally came to fruition as Muzan's body withered away in the in the sunlight, like um, almost like a twilight de- uh, twilight vampire. Um, but to defeat Muzan, Tanjiro used the technique passed down to him by his father the um, 13th form of the Hinokami Kagura. Um, And this is when the user continuously performs all 12 forms of breath style in repetitive succession to increase the accuracy and agility uh, of their movements. Um, And this form was created solely, created solely to kill Muzani. Um, Since the repetition of uh, all 12 forms Aim to destroy Muzan's tw- uh, 12 vital organs, you know, the seven hearts, the five brains uh, that move freely inside his body, thanks to his shape-shifting ability. Uh, Muzan was initially a cocky motherfucker, you know, but on, you know, on noticing that he is slowing down, he realized that uh, Lady uh, Tamoyo's potion is, really is actually aging him. And the rate about, the rate is about 50 years per minute making him, what, 9,000, 9, older in the last, in those last three, excuse me, last three hours, and with only one hour before dawn, Tanjiro has to give it his all to keep his, uh, his, uh, silic, his cyclic tax if he aims to defeat Muzan, um, and a stunning faction, stunning faction, fashion, I mean. After Muzan was finally defeated, it was revealed that during the combat, Tanjiro had passed away, and uh, Muzan's consciousness was transferred over to Tanjiro, and this effectively created Tanjiro Tanjiro into a new demon kid. He could withstand sunlight, the first one to able do so so far in the story. Um, however, using another one of Lady Tamoyo Tamayo's medicine, Tandro has now been turned back into a human and with all the troubles out of the way, it looks like the manga will conclude in upcoming, uh, chapters. Um, and it will be, it's going to be, it's going to be honestly kind of amazing to see how this is all going to go down, um. But let's... I, I kind of want to talk to... I kind of want to go into just a little bit more depth. Um, I, I do want to kind of go into more depth into this this 12th volume. Um, and just kind of talk about just a few scenes here and there. Um, more of a kind of an advanced review on the Demon Slayer Kimetsu No Yaiba volume 12. Um, and just kind of get... And maybe go through some events that i just want to help you guys catch up just a little bit more catch up a little bit better make sure you guys are uh, are up to date and are ready to uh, not only enjoy the movie that's going to be coming out you know next year um but also just to, to see if you guys think this sh- this manga is actually worthwhile to read because at first like myself i'm a skeptic you know C Dub, he's the voice of reason in anime and manga hosting one of the hosting the greatest anime, and manga show on the internet right now, Weepcast. make sure you guys check it out, share it with your friends and family, but, um, I was a skeptic, um, and there's nothing wrong with being a skeptic, uh, I have people who just dislike a lot of popular anime, um, I don't go so far as that, because I think every anime has its perks, it has its uses, and it it has the good, the good, bad, and the ugly, maybe some more than others, um, but I was a little bit wrong about uh, Demon Slayer in the beginning. Uh, when I was recording, starting to record this podcast in mid-February, um, before then, I was already kind of um, kind of deep into Demon Slayer. I really liked it. But I didn't think I talked about it too much on the show. And I never really had a chance. So hopefully, I mean, this is kind of what the use for... <laughs> I mean, this is kind of me just wanting to talk a little bit more about it openly um, for everybody listening right now and just... Um, Hopefully get some good feedback on and see what people, if they agree with me, um, you know, whether they like the episode. Hopefully I'm doing a pretty good job into catching some people up um, so they can enjoy this too on their own. Um, but let me talk a little bit more about the, this, the 12th volume. Um, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Uh, the 12th volume is an action packed, action with adventure fantasy manga created by the mangaka Koyo Haru to Haru published by Viz Media, set in Taisho-era Japan, and it follows a kind, the very kind-hearted boy, Tanjiro Kamado, as he tries to make a living for his family, selling charcoal. Um, like I said, Tanjiro's peaceful life was suddenly snatched away from him uh, when a demon slaughters his entire family, and the only survivor from the attack was his little sister, Nezuko, um, who has been transformed into a demon herself, and then kind of sets Tanjiro out on a dangerous journey to become a demon slayer to avenge his family and find a way to save Nezuko's, um, humanity. Um, now I'm kind of working through the chapters between 98 to 102. I did talk about what happened recently, but I kind of want to talk a little bit about just in these chapters for, and you'll so and you'll see why. Um, see, this volume follows right after Tanjiro and his friends defeated one of the upper-ranked demons in the Muzan uh, Kibutsuji's 12 Kizuki. Um, The decline in numbers marks the first time in over a hundred years that Muzan's top, very top ranks are not full. And extremely angered by this, Muzan sends his followers on another mission. Uh, And then meanwhile, after healing, Tanjiro travels to a village of swordsmiths. And it has to explain how his sword was so severely damaged again to the uh, Hagane Zuka, um, the smith who made it for him uh, previously. And while Tandra waits for his sword to be repaired, enemies begin their, um, their trek into a strike. And compared to the previous volumes that included kind of the entertainment district arc, um, I found volume 12 to be a nice change of pace. Um, it felt more easygoing for a majority because most of the part, there's not a lot of f- focus on the fighting and there was this uh, change in tone. And in my opinion, it's because the previous volume ends after a dangerous mission and such a climatic battle. So instead, this volume, volume 12, really focuses on the overarching plot, uh, which allows us to take in and learn more about certain characters. For example... Volume 12 opens up with the main antagonist of the series, Demon Lord Muzan, Kibosuchi, um, and the remaining upper ranked demons in his 12 uh Kyuzuki gathered to discuss the current state of things. Um and this scene Um reveals the rest of Muzan's upper-ranked and most powerful demon followers up until this point in the manga. And this is the first time we see all of them gathered into one place. Um, and it has that certain feel of importance, kind of like when we almost kind of win the Naruto and the Akatsuki. We really got to see their, some of their faces and and actually interact with each other. It felt important, and it was sort of. And this is kind of the vibe I got from it. Um, with and they got onto one place and, place and they were all interacting with each other with one another. And it's also the first time in nearly in a hundred years in the manga that they all have been summoned together in one place. Um, and I really especially love the dialogue between Muzan and his upper ranked followers. Because you can tell that there was some animosity between certain followers. Um, and they show it very clearly in how they communicate towards uh, one another. And the dialogue in these scenes also lets you know that Muzan is taking the current situation with the Demon Slayer Corps very, very, very seriously. And not underestimating them at all like he's bothered by the fact that his upper ranks numbers have fallen and want to strike at the demon slayers now rather than later uh, and the scene in the volume felt like it was like the quiet before the storm um, you know having so many powerful char- characters meet up in one place makes me assume that you know makes kind of makes you assume that the foreshadowing foreshadowing some challenging times ahead for some of our uh, of our kind-hearted uh, protagonists um, but something else I found interesting about this volume is that it has more focus on Tanjiro traveling on his own. Um, without his friends, uh, Inosuke and Zinitsu accompanying him. This, this focus is on Tanjiro allows him to interact with other characters on his own, such as uh, Hashira. Uh, with us, the pillars, I mean, and the members of the Demon Corps. Um, and I especially like the panels where he interacts with Genya. Um, Genya, uh, Shina Zugawa. I believe is other than, I love that Tanjiro is so eager to get close to Genya and, and learn more about him. <laughs> Meanwhile, Genya could not care less or could, could not care less about getting to know Tanjiro. I found their interactions to be in both parts comedic and also make me think that Tanjiro, um, you know, I thought Tanjiro at the time was going to find a way to break through Genya's, you know, gruff, uh, exterior. Um, I can never get enough of some of the awesome artwork in Demon Slayer, especially when it comes to the character and the outfit designs. Uh, Gotu Uge has a beautiful eye for detail and an individuality when it comes to illustrating characters and their clothing. Um, whether the character is a human or demon, each one is just given their unique touches and identity through their designs. Um, and while I'm pretty sure putting too much, de- putting so much into detail and the characters can take and an immense, an immense amount of work, um, but it also adds something unique to the series, and I give, and it does give it a little bit of a shine and glimmer that makes this um, series so, 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 so fucking popular. Um, overall, while this volume doesn't have as much as action as some of the previous ones and some of the ones coming up after these, after these volumes, it is a welcome change of pace, um, and it allows just more focus on the main protagonist and the opportunity. To learn, to learn a lot more about these characters, um, I found that I found the plot in this volume to have an interesting story at this point in time, and then it ends, and I think it, pretty sure this volume did end on a cliffhanger as well, which you know, which did have people eager to buy up that next volume and read that next chapter, um, accompanied with its beautiful artwork as usual and character designs, Demon Slayer, Kikmetsu no Yaiba, this volume, and more volumes later on, is a manga that you do not want to miss, um, and I'm pretty sure this is going to be in physical copy, pretty, pretty soon in May, I believe, I want to say mid-5th, or the first week in May, so be on the lookout for that, um, but overall, I'd give this volume, this volume, and, Uh, not just the manga in general, I'm not sure if I can give this score as a manga in general, but right now, at least especially this volume, it was one of my favorite volumes in the series, um, I would give it a 5 out of 5. Um, overall, the volume, like I said, didn't have a lot of action, um, but it was a welcome change of pace, we get the, we saw a lot more of the main antagonists interact with characters alone this time, um. And had an interesting story to end on a really good cliffhanger and really got you wanted to read for the next chapter in the next volume. Um, Like I said, this is not, it was not, this volume was, uh, you didn't want to miss this one. You didn't want to miss this one um, at all. Um, But I'm looking at the time and it's about that time for a quick break. Guys, get your refill on some water. Maybe get a refill on some snacks as well. Um, and if you're listening to this uh, at home, or if you're one of those essential workers listening to this podcast while you're at work, there is a, there's some webcast coming up right after this break and after some music. You're gonna hear your boy C Dub actually detail some of my favorite fights in the um, in the in the anime, and I'll probably you know I'll rank them. You know what? Screw it. I'll rank some of my favorite fights the best I can. In the anime. Um, I'm not sure if I have any surprises, I'm not sure if I'm gonna have anything any twists and turns in this, but I may have one or two. You just and the only way you guys are gonna find that out is if you keep sticking here with me with your boy Feed dub and listen to Weebcast, the number one anime and manga show a around in the internet. I'll be back in just a few. You guys enjoy the ad. You guys join some music. I'll be back in a few seconds, my friends. Hey, yo, it's Weebcast Radio. What's good, everybody? It's your fearless leader, C-Dub. Welcome back to the number one anime and manga show on the internet right now. It's your boy, C-Dub. Hope you guys are having a great, 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 great. Day, afternoon, morning, night, evening, whatever the case may be. Whether you're working, chilling, playing games, eating, snacking, drinking, whatever the case may be, it's your boy C Dub. It's Weavecast. Cast. It's in your ears right now. Thank you for allowing me um, to enter uh, your spaces um, during during these uh, during these tough times. As um, so much as I love uh, analyzing and um, critiquing anime and just talking about it, just in general. I know the importance of just keeping sane and keeping ourselves busy as much as possible. Um, and don't be pressured to do, pro- do a lot of productive things if you're stuck um, in the house right now. Just make sure you guys are healthy physically and mentally and spiritually and, and things will fall into place. But let me get back onto what we were talking about on this episode and if you if you see the title right now, it's been all thing, it's been everything Demon Slayer, everything, all, you know, everything, everything Demon Slayer right now, um, Kitsumi no Yaiba, Hardu's, um, seminal work right now, um, and I kind of did almost, I recapped the anime, talked about one of my favorite volumes in the manga, talked about where we were at the manga currently, so we've kind of hit everything from all sides so far, but as a little thing I wanted to, I want to at least do for this episode. I do want to talk about some of my favorite moments, my favorite fights, um, real quick, nice little bites, something you can uh, digest really easy. Uh, I it was a, it was kind of hard to pick, but I did ten of them. Um, and so, I, and I didn't know where to keep these, how these were ordered specifically, but I do have a. I guess the only order is in and what I thought. I I just was looking through the anime again, looking through some cool scenes. Rereading some of my favorite chapters, um, and kind of just plotted down, kind of wrote down in my notes some things that really popped out and its 200 and 203 chapters so far, and it's 20 and it's 26 episode length season one, um, adaptation. So let's just go right into it. Um, season one under its belt, and it's really hard to say, Doom Slayer has. It's really hard to say that Demon Slayer is not one of the more iconic animes in these in these last, uh, year, um, and one of the more iconic mangas in the last three years, um, winning the Animated Year during Crunchyroll's most recent anime awards. There's a lot of plenty elements of Demon Slayer that make it just so popular, uh, from its stunning animation to its compelling cast of characters, um, uh, but the anime fight sequences are arguably one of the best aspects of the series, um, and that has to be. I guess that has. To, that has. It has to be true. If it's going to be a, a true shonen powerhouse um, in this day and age, you're going to have to have some kind of. You're going to have to have some interesting fights to keep people's um, uh, interest high. Um, and whether viewers are watching a small fight or some of the challenges, you know, challenges the characters push themselves, or a major high stakes one with serious consequences with, with everybody involved. It's, uh, it's clear that Demon Slayer strives to keep fans emotionally invested in its in its fast-paced action. So, here are my, some of my favorite fights um, and guess slash moments in Demon Slayer for the first season, loosely ranked. So, let's go with the first one. I'm going to go with the boulder. And everybody, and y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes, I'm talking about Tandro and the boulder. Uh, we're talking about the tail end of Tandro's Demon Slayer training with uh, Udo Kodaiki um, his teacher asked him to do the impossible. Slice a huge boulder in half. And you're like, Chris, what the fuck? That's not really a fight. Is that even remotely interesting? It kind of was. Um, and while Tandro versus the boulder isn't really a kind of a uh, fight. And you know how fights are. Like, fights are like love. It's a two-way sheets, uh, uh, dance. It certainly felt like one and how it was built up. Um, it was boasting up the expense and the action and the tension that came with it, that comes with every, any other typical anime brawl. And, uh, Tanjiro desperately attempts to find a way to pass Uro Dadaki's uh, da, uh, final test. And he's visited by, you know, two of his master former pupils. Um, both of whom are ghosts. Through viewers don't know it at the time. Um, and they challenge him to go beyond his current skill uh skill wa- and master water breathing something that finally enables him enables him to slice the boulder in half and while stinks aren't that high in this one it's just a really seminal moment a really cool moment for tandro and all and it really did make it, it i applaud them for making this moment feel somewhat really significant um and it's significant enough that i could put it up into something and when i could talk about some of my favorite fights um in this season, but let's just go into the next one, and I think you guys, I don't know if I, I'm not sure if this is too low, so let me know what you guys think about this one, but I'm going to have to put Tanjiro and Nezuko versus Giyu, um, see, a lot of pilot episodes consist of a lot of mainly setup and crap that they just kind of put on upon, upon you, so you guys just get the gist of what's going on in, in the show, do a little bit of world building, maybe show off a few main characters, and, and then throw a problem right at the end. Um, and then we'll go through there, we'll, you know, slap our hands together and, um, and do all that. But, but it's not surprising that the majority of Demon Slayer's first episode is lacking the action that defines the rest of the season. See, the pilot does, however, have one action-packed fight that holds its own against some of the later scenes. And it happens immediately after Nezuko is turned into a demon um as Tanjiro is attempting to carry her into town to get some help Nezuko attacks him and Giyu shows up to rescue him but uh Tanjiro stands between the demon slayer and his sister the demon um insisting that he can't kill her um and Tanjiro is forced to get crafty in order to trick the older boy and it's this that convinces Giyu to ask uh Uryo Daiki to train him in the first place um but that's not the only thing that makes this fight really worthwhile for myself at the end Nezuko steps in to protect her brother, making this scene as full as emotion as it is action. And just emphasizes the uh, li- another plot point later into the series is that, albeit being a demon, uh, she still cares for her um, brother. So, and my next one, get a spot, which I do think is a little bit better than the, than the Giyu fight. I'm going to have to put uh, Tanjiro and Nezuko versus the Swamp Demon. Yes, the Swamp Demon. Demon, this is the first fight, the first mission, I mean, after the final selection. And it's to figure out why the girls from a town are suddenly disappearing. Um, and this mystery leads them to the Swamp Demon, um, who has three separate bodies, if I remember correctly, and can open up portals to abduct girls. Um, do not let this man come anywhere near your children or your spouses. Lock up your di- windows, lock up your doors. The Swamp Demon is... <laughs> swiping people up, um, and he uses these portals, you know, to, you know, and he uses them against them in, uh, against his opponents in battle, um, and that's what this exactly, this what this demon does when fighting with Tanjiro right off the bat, making for a, a very interesting back and forth that forces Nezuko to step in and help and come up real big in this, uh, this fight, um, and this is really, I guess, it's one of the first times we, fans, this time of the, 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 Viewers really got to truly see um, the siblings in action, in serious action, and it makes for an intense scene for what that hints at for what's to come later in the in the series. And this just and like you know, this isn't the last time Tanjiro and Nezuko will have to work together to destroy an enemy, uh, but it's always a pleasant surprise at the time, and it also gets a lot of the fans invested in both of their uh, character arcs um, at the same time. But what's next? And what I do, I think, is kind of the, the biggest gap in my my somehow weird, weirdly unorganized list of uh, Demon Slayer fights um, between, and that's the Drum House arc fights. Um, mainly because this is the first time in the entire series, at least in the anime, we get to see Zenitsu and Inosuke in action. Therefore, it's hard to say which fight is the best exactly. But, so, think of it as a cop-out, but C-Dub does whatever the hell C-Dub wants, and you'll just have to accept that. Um, so, I clumped them together. So, uh, fuck you if you don't like that. Don't care, I love you guys. But, um, though, all of the fights in this arc make for exciting moments um, that will leave viewers wondering where the series is headed when they get to this point. Um, At this point in the show, um, it's unclear what Tanjiro's companions can really do in battle. So these scenes offer some insight into their various powers at play through the anime. Uh, But not only that, it's also the first time Tanjiro and the others um, face one of the 12 demon moons. Raising the stakes from Tanjiro's previous fights and showing what he's truly going to be going up against in the future. Um, Next, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about Inusuke. And that's Inosuke versus the Father Spider Demon. Um, Inosuke's fight against the Father Spider Demon is one. Of, it's pretty much a one-sided fight. It's one of those, and in anime, is always one of those stomp fights uh, where there is no competition, but it's just used to display maybe a new characters, uh, some new character feats, um, and power, speed, ability, and uh, whatever that's. It, or um, and see how they have grown. Just something to spotlight a certain character. Um, and this is, another one of those one-sided affairs, especially given the state of Tanjiro's companion when they run into the beast. Um, still, Innesuke uh, in willingness to take this creature on, even while pretty much injured. I know he has a, uh, a scar down his back and one of on his right arm, I believe. Um... It does create a certain suspense while watching the scene, especially when it becomes clear that the demon slayer is going to lose. Uh, fortunately, Ginyu—I uh, suppose someone said Ginyu—if um, Ginyu was in the show, that would would not Tanjiro would never have a problem. But fortunately, Ginyu shows up in time to save Tantro's friend, giving us a comical introduction between him and Inosuke, while impressing upon viewers just how powerful uh, the pillars or Hashira truly. Are um, this scene just packs a lot of action and suspense and shows what what demon slayers truly are and can be. Um, next, um, see now the next two I have, I could go back and forth. Um, the four and five spots can go back and forth, and um, so I, I really, it's really hard, it was really hard for me to pick one that I really 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 especially liked more than the other both have great components that i liked um obviously the animation of both were spectacular the the choreography was pretty clean let's take another unprofessional sip of water ah it's just see that's what c-dub does um and that's the i'll just say the two fights right now but they can go either way um first one the first one is tanjiro and versus the hand demon um and the other one is Tandro and Nezuko versus uh, Susumaru and uh, Yahaba. Uh, but let me talk about the the the, the former one. Uh, and that's Tandro versus the Hand Demon, and this is when, um, if I'm not this is when Uru, uh, Uruko Daiki, uh tells Tandro that none of his pupils have ever returned from the final selection, and it becomes clear that the test become a Demon Slayer is no damn joke. And the anime delivers on that promise when it introduces the gargantuan demon uh, Tantro will need to defeat to survive the test. And it reveals that he targets um, Uro, uh Urokodaki students specifically. Um, the stakes are high during this fight, not just because Tantro needs to survive and become a demon slayer, because, but it's also, excuse me, unprofessional again. But, um... But because it also becomes a fight to avenge uh, Sabito and Mach, uh, Makomo. And then the other one, the one I could probably put up, they're pretty pretty close to me in levels of quality. And that's the Tanjiro and Nezuko fight um, with uh, Susamaru and Yahaba. Um, I kind of want to put this up maybe a little higher than the other just because I do like how I think Tanjiro and Nezuko fights together. I think those fights are a little more appealing. I think they do more for the story and for the plot and for character development. Um, but this fight is when, uh, Kiba sends Susamaru and Yahaba after Tanjiro and Nezuko, um, and it's really the first time Demon Slayer fans get a taste of just how powerful the villain's followers can po- really be, um, and it's one of those first opportunities they get to see, um, Nezuko embrace her own supernatural strength, um, and when she and Tanjiro team up to defeat these two, it's just kind of proof, and it's solidified proof, um, that they're capable of some great feats. Um, including to find a way to turn her back into human again. Um, and given that the odds are stacked against them. Right from the beginning. Um, this moment is one of m- one of the more suspenseful ones. And probably why I have it up. Around middle of the road right now. About ha- about level with the um, Tangelo and the Hand Demon. On the final selection training uh, portion of the story. Um, now for the next three. Um these next three do have some hype to it that's why they're here uh, and I'm sure you guys are not too surprised that these three fights would be somewhere in the top three I feel like if you could talk to anybody one of their one of theirs one of their favorite fights in the series will most likely be one of these three um, but let me talk about one of them right now and that's uh, Zeni sue versus the brother spider demon Um. Until the Natagumo Mountain arc, Zenitsu remains hesitant about using most of his own power. Um, and even when he uses his abilities during the drum house arc, Tanjiro's companions doesn't show the full extent of his strength. Um, but that changes that, that all changes when he fights the brother Spider Demon. And um, not only does this fight scene give some viewers some much appreciated, much appreciated, much needed insight into uh zenisu's um how he became a demon slayer in the first place but it shows off his thunder breathing ability um both things giving fans more reason to appreciate his character and his drive um the fact that he nearly dies during his confrontation also makes it a high stakes moment which is why it's be a little higher on my list um and it pretty and it kept me on the edge of the seat i'm not gonna lie and i and uh, i wouldn't be surprised if he did the same thing for for some of you people listening um, now the next one, um, like I said, it's a t- these, these ne- like I said these top three are kind of tough. You can put them in any order really. Um, but I'm just kind of as I'm as I'm looking over the script and as I <laughs> looking at these fights and how I kind of place them, I kind of want to put this as number one. But I'm a man of my word. I'll stick to it for right now. Um, that's my second favorite, one of my second favorite, that's my second favorite fight. I was going to have the Tanjiro and Inosuke versus Mother Spider Demon. Um, the Natagumo Mountain Arc begins with the Mother Spider Demon and Tanjiro and Inosuke assault on her is, on her is just that almost as tense as Tanjiro's later confirmation with, uh, <clears throat> won't say later too late as another fight coming up on the list. But not only do we fans get to see Tanjiro and Inosuke combining their strengths to the defeat her, but they're treated to a dark battle during which she controls other members of the uh, Demon Slayer Corps, um, and watching this demon mercilessly slay other Demon Slayers is disturbing for viewers as it is for Tanjiro and But it makes for one of the most, for one of the most anime thrilling conflicts in the last few years for sure. Enough um, for number one, if you can call it number one, I guess. I'm gonna call it one, number one for the sake of this show. And I like to stay somehow organized, um, as I hear the production crew snickering in the back. And that's Tandro and Nezuko versus Rui. Um, when it comes to the some of the best fighting scenes in Demon Slayer's first season, a lot of people will tell you that there's not a lot of there's barely a contest for the number one spot. And I think a lot and like I said, a lot of people pick this fight as their best as their favorite fight. Um, even though I may prefer the other one a little bit more, I do give this one a lot of a lot of credit. And like I said, I do love when Tanjiro and Nezuko fight together. It does, ha- it does, it hits all the right spots for me in my creative body. Um, and in fact, Tanjiro's and Nezuko's confrontation with Rui was so well received that it, uh, I'm pretty sure it was trending on Twitter for a good bit when it, when it premiered, I'm pretty, I'm positive. And it was, um, I guess, in the, and nowadays that's a pretty impressive accomplishment for an anime still in its first season. Um, but this nail biter of a fight scene nearly kills both of our main characters, but surviving we also showcases how powerful they both are and gives us another taste of Giyu in action when he comes to the rescue, um, at the end of it though. Um, but like I said, guys, thank you. Those are, those are my top fights from, uh, Demon Slayer. Hope you guys, uh, hope you guys enjoyed some of my thoughts about the show. Hope you guys enjoyed um, about just reviewing with me about everything we know so far about this the latest chapter two hundred and three. Um, got to share about some of the inside of my one of my favorite volumes, volume twelve, uh, which was fun. Um, and also got to just recap the anime, the, the twenty six episodes in about a, about ten minutes. I thought we did pretty well. I thought I did not too did a bang up job in recapping that, getting you ready for it. Um, Demon slayers upcoming movie later this year. Um, you can train in um, its um, movie adaptation, um, the sequel to the first season. Um, so hopefully that only that helped you out. Um, wh- helped you out with a few things, to be honest. Helped you out with being ready for watching the movie later this year in October, and hopefully whenever it gets uh, a sub and, a, and a, when it premieres in the Eng- American theaters, whether it's sub, be it sub or dubbed. And also, I hope it helps you maybe sway you one way or another, whether you want to watch or you don't, or whether you want to read it, or don't, um, but as, uh, I just wanted to do, because I knew this show, this show, I mean, well, I knew the manga was, it's going to be ending sometime really soon, um, there isn't an exact date as to when this manga will be ending, but we know the manga will be hitting its climax very, very soon, um, and we'll be seeing some of the, um, and we'll probably be seeing some other resolutions to some other smaller plot points coming down the line in these next few weeks. So that's why I really wanted to do this. Just a Demon Slayer, nice Demon Slayer heavy um, episode to guys to tie you guys over and you get, just get you caught up um, on onto all that Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba um, goodness. Um, but now, I should probably talk about some other things. I'm re- some episodes that you're gonna be listening pretty soon into the future. Um, the uh, my spring 2020 anime first impressions are I'm still writing it, still reviewing. I gotta rewatch. I'm gonna rewatch a few some of the first few episodes again. Just gotta get a better sense of them. Luckily, there's not as not as much as the not a much not a lot of the animes. Well, actually, there's there's a little less the new premiere animes this season than there was in the winter one so i'm, I'm so grateful and considered for that so it's a little less work on my part but i like i said i love doing the work especially for it's you guys because i want you to know which which animes you should stick or you should ditch and it's really fun i love writing it it's a hell of it's a bitch to write though um but it's super 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 fun to do um but definitely be on the lookout for that. It's been a little pushback considering everything going out in the world right now. And um, some other responsibilities and some other things popping up in, you know, in the personal life. That's kind of pushing it back a little bit. But that will be coming soon. I promise you. You will be seeing it. Um, another. So I finally figured out that I also will be um, doing just manga-centric reviews. Well, maybe once or twice a week. Every week. Just going to be talking about some some manga that in Weekly Shonen Jump or in, in other books. And I'm just going to be whether, I don't care what chapter it is. I, I'm going to have to catch up to that work I've never heard of. But I want to do weekly um, manga reviews. Um, maybe weekly anime and manga reviews. Maybe I could split them up. Do a few chapters, Do Maybe two or three manga reviews, chapter reviews, and then do two or three anime episode reviews, probably, and pair that in an episode, because I definitely want to do that, um, so basically, I'll have, so basically, we'cast will have about three different types of things that we can probably, we can hang our hat on, guys, um, and that's one with original topic-themed videos, and that's, like, you know, sports and manga, you know, genre things, um, just bold topic and ideas, um, uh, kind of, like, videos like these with everything we know so far, um, with Demon Slayer, um, and then the second thing is basically guest shows, basically where what you're watching, where I bring on a guest because you guys definitely, guys definitely, definitely love to seem seem to love to have when I have guests come on and talk with me about some of their favorite shows. And some of the conversations we have are just wild and fun and interesting. And I get a lot of cool feedback on those as the second type. And the third type are going to be reviews because I, I, I love reviewing um, things and talking critically about it, and getting people's feedback on it. So, I think we could solidify. Those are going to be the three things we like to hang our hat on there. H- hang our hat on there for us, weebs here at the Weebcast um, headquarters. Um, but what else? I got the I got the uh, anime first impressions that's going to be coming out. Um, I have a new. I'm going to start doing review centric episodes. Um, that's going to be ones coming up. So, and, um, you know, I'll even give you a little sneak peek of what I'm going to probably going to be doing. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the Pokemon Twilight Wings. I'm going to talk a little about that. Why you guys should be watching that every single time they drop an episode. Um, I'm going to be talking about Tower of God, episode four. Um, well, by the time I'm pretty sure that... (sighs) I'm sure a new episode is coming out pretty soon, so I might just do episode five, and that's four and five in that same episode. Um, I'm going to be talking a little about One Punch Man in the net in this review uh, because there's some One Punch Man news I want to get to, and also I want to talk about Ghost in the Shell, um, Standalone Complex 2045 Season Two confirmed um, that it will be in development, um, and that be that's going to be a real juicy episode coming up. Definitely in the few in the next few days, so be on the lookout for that. Um, and also, lastly, another episode you should guys be on the lookout for. Two episodes, I'm sorry. Um, if you definitely heard the last episode, I've talked a little bit about these, but I'm talking about a little bit more here. I um, I do have some friends that are will be or have been currently re-watching Soul Eater, and I have, as you know, I've been re rewatching and rereading Soul Eater for right now for the last few weeks slowly just kind of digesting it all over again. I've started with the anime. I'm going to do the manga after I do that. But um, I'm almost finished with the anime. I'm going to be starting the manga pretty soon. And I'm going to be doing one of my retrospective episodes, kind of like I did with Bleach. Just kind of going over throughout the entire series, how I feel about it now, and give it an official Weebcast rating, uh, which is going to be really, really fun to do. I can't wait to look back at this series and see if I still love it as much as I remember. Or is there some shine coming off of it, you know? Um, and then the other thing, get ready for another genre episode. So one of my favorite, uh, what? not one of my, one of the this very first episode of my podcast, of this podcast, season one, episode one was sports and manga. And it's currently still one of my, it's still the most, it's the most liked, um, it's the most more popular, most listened to, most downloaded uh, podcast so far. It was my first episode. It was rough. I didn't really like it all that much. I was proud of it. I feel like it could have been a lot better. But um, you guys, I get a lot of good feedback from that episode. It is the most listened to out of all the episodes I have out published. Um, so I will be doing another genre-centric episode. Um, like I said, I did sports and manga. I will be doing Shoujo. I'm gonna be looking at Shojo, I'm gonna be looking at the importance of Shoujo, the beginnings. Where I think at where I think uh, the genre is moving right now where it's gonna be moving it into the future just the importance for not only for for boys and girls but for men and women as well um, and you can't you know but sp- I don't want to don't want to s- spoil too much about that episode but that episode is gonna be a little longer in the works it's gonna be about as long as like the sports and manga when I did um, as for the first episode for this podcast but definitely be on to look it out those are some things That um, I think you guys should be on the lookout for, for this podcast. It's going to be really fun. A lot of cool things. And obviously, obviously it might be a little bit later down the road, but I do have some guests um, coming down the pipeline, about three or four. I think you guys are going to absolutely love them. Um, these are really good people. I don't even want to spoil that, but all I, know, <laughs> all I know is that I'm super, super, super excited for you guys to meet them and for them to share their thoughts and feelings on some of uh, our favorite anime and manga. But I definitely be on the lookout for that. But it's time to wrap up. Um, definitely want to, don't want to keep my fellow weebs too long. I know you guys got anime and manga to watch and read, um, some games to play. So let me not keep you out too long. Um, but, uh, make sure that you guys, wherever you guys may be listening to this podcast, whether it's Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Breaker, make sure that you guys subscribe, make sure you guys like and review it, write up a review, tell me how you think about the show so far, what do you want to see on the show? Um, and just, you know, just give me your honest, um, your honest input because I definitely want to improve the show however, however much I can. Um, but if you really want to, if you want to do even more than that, which sharing it, reviewing it does a hell of a lot um, and, and sh- you know, sharing and all that does a hell of a lot for me and it, it helps me a lot to um, see what I need to improve on and what kind of topics I want to talk about because I want to keep this shows you know, for the weebs, by the weebs. Um, I'm just a weeb of, of reason that could put all this information in and try to give it out to you and share some of my thoughts along the way but if you want to pre- if you want to support the show even more um you can actually donate to the show with a month with a small monthly with a with a donation um and you could do that on anchor um if you go to anchor.fm slash slash support um you can go there you can donate um uh, however you much whether it could be a dollar five dollars or ten dollars um and, and then that can greatly improve the show and just improve some of the guests we can get on the show. And just get more juicy weepcast content. Uh, so definitely uh, consider becoming an official weepcast supporter. Um, it'll be, you can find that on my Twitter, my personal Twitter, which is twitter.com forward slash J-X-N-M-O-R-I. And then you can see the, the support thing on there or if you're listening to on my on anchor you should be able to find it on the the official anchor page and you just hit the support button and then you can donate right from there um you don't even need to go on you don't even need the app the anchor app to uh to donate all you have to you could do it on your web browser that is perfectly fine as well but it's been a lovely treat talking to you guys again and it's your fearless leader about To be out of 3000, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your uh, day or the start of your day, or whatever may, the case may be. I will talk to you later. CW is out.